welcome to the Pugtato Podcast with Mama Lou and George. Today we're going to be reading the book Pugtato Finds a Thing by Sophie Corrigan. Are you guys ready to read this book? And right by Lou, Alex, and George. And read by Lou, Alex, and George. Hi, I just want to say that. Potato Finds a Thing by Sophie Corrigan. This is Potato. He is a simple, good spud. He can often be found digging in the mud. mud. One day, as he planted some seeds in the ground, he dug up a thing all shiny and round. Potato thought hard, but he hadn't a clue what this thing was or what it could do. So he cleaned up the thing and he took it away to show his best buddies to see what they would say. That's right. High in the shrub, Tweet Root fluttered her wing. Tweet Root, come down. What on earth is this thing? That thing's for me to keep warm in my nest. So she plopped down upon it and puffed out her chest. Oh, that's much too warm now. I'm afraid we can't stay. Then Pugtato grabbed Thing and they went on their way. He then asked... That was was not nice. Well, he didn't want the tweet root to sit on it, did he? He then asked Tomato down by the puddle... Do you know what this is? Yes, it's a, it has me. a frog. It's a, it's a tomato. It's a frog and a tomato. That's right. Mixed up with each other. That thing is for bouncing, he croaked. What a treasure. And he gave it a wet, bouncy lick for good measure. Oh, this won't do, Pugtato said with a sigh. And he took Thing away to give Pursnip a try. Pursnip was napping, which was not a surprise, but a woof from his friend made him open his eyes. Sorry to wake you, but I am confused. Can you tell me how this little thing should be used? Of course, Pursnip purred as he stretched out his paws. That thing is for scratching to sharpen my claws. As soon as Potato heard Pursnip's advice, he had second thoughts. Scratching's not very nice. What is Pursnip? <sighs> um, a cat. A cat mixed with a parsnip. Um, Mama, white what, what's, a, what's a parsnip? George thinks it's a white carrot. I, I had white carrots and a purple carrot and orange carrots. Yep. A parsnip does look like a white carrot. It's a root vegetable. Finding out about a thing was a difficult task, but Pugtato had lots more best buddies to ask. Carrot thought thing was for gnawing and chewing. Carrot, um, carrot instead of rat. Instead of rat and a carrot. And Cowbage, well, she simply stared at it, mooing. Mama Cousin Vuke, Pugtato. Pugtato still doesn't have the answers. He just thinks it's he, so he just thinks it just he he thinks to use it just moo moo moo. <laughs> Potato showed thing to three Brussels snouts. They and now a brush 
um, instead of um, pigs, brush, brush <laughs> um, instead of um, brush, brush, um, um, instead of Brussels sprouts, it's Brussels snouts because they look like pigs. And they're pigs. So, so they snuffled and snorted that thing all about, but they snuffled so hard it shot up like a spring right to cauliflower who gave chase to the thing. Cauliflower was sure a new toy had been found as he barked at it thing loudly and tossed it around. Now Pugtato was worried he'd become quite attached. He didn't want thing to get dirty and scratched, but when thing rolled away from his best buddy's paws, it landed near Crockley's big snappy jaws. Instead of crocodile, it's crockley. Because it looks like broccoli. Hey, that rhymes. Oh dear, yelped Pugtato. That isn't good. It's round. Broccoli's round, right? Yep, it is round. And he ran off with Thing just as fast as he could. It's round when it's cooked. When he came to the field there, mysterious and tall, stood Unicorn on the cob, the wisest of all. It's a point, it's a unicorn. You got it. Hello, do you know what this strange thing might be? Like everyone else, you're much smarter than me. Oh, little Pugtato, you must follow your heart, for it holds all the answers and sets you apart. Pugtato stared hard at the thing he had found, Perhaps it's just shy, so it hides underground. I may not know much, but I know when I see a thing that needs hugs. So here's one from me. As Potato was wagging his cute tato tail, there suddenly appeared a curly kale snail. So the kale snail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of a snail, instead of a snail, it's a kale snail. And and he a, 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 a snail, the kale snail. That's right. Pugtato was happy despite being muddy. I know what you are. You're my newest, best spuddy. This is Pugtato. He may not feel smart, but he's wiser than most when he follows his heart. Look at all those spuddies. <laughs> That's the end. All the animals are vegetables. Yeah. Like corn. Like my... unicorn on the cob. All right. Is it done? Good night, everybody. Welcome to the Lou and George Family Podcast, where Lou and George and Alex, that's me, their mom, read the boys' favorite books. Today, we're going to be reading Fidgety Fish by Ruth Galloway. Are you guys ready to read?
play your podcasts on your phone or your or your or your computer. Thanks, Lou. Now we can get started reading. Fidgety Fish by Ruth Galloway. Tiddler was always fidgeting. He wriggled and squiggled, he darted and giggled until his mom got fed up with him. Go out into the sea and swim till you're tired, but watch out for the big fish, she said. So Tiddler swam out of his cave. He dived and he flipped, he leaped and he dipped. He sped faster than a rocket and glided gently like a swan, letting the sea currents fan his fins. But he still didn't feel tired. The sea was full of the most interesting things. There were limpets that clung and jellyfish that stung. And there was a big, big starfish that didn't do much at all. Hello, said Tiddler, nudging the starfish gently with his nose. The starfish didn't answer. It didn't even move. The crab slidled by, clicking and clacking its big claws. Tiddler wanted to play with it, but the crab scuttled off and disappeared into the seaweed. Tiddler came to a big, dark cave. It looked much more exciting than his cave back home, and Tiddler swam in. Don't go in there. That's the big fish. There's teeth. They think they're rocks. But there's eyes that he doesn't see. And it looks like and it's actually a big, big dark mouth. So he's swimming into a big fish's mouth. Oh my gosh. It's, it's the biggest fish. Snap! <coughs> Everything went dark. Tiddler was trapped inside the big fish. He trembled and shivered, and he shook and he quivered until the big fish's tummy began to feel very funny indeed. It rumbled and grumbled. Yeah, I think he's feeling sick. You're right, George. There's, there's four teeth on him, and he's big and blue with, pur- with purple dots. He does have purple dots. And he's he has pink dots, and he's purple, and he um, is purple. It turned and it tumbled. It fluttered and groaned and mumbled and moaned. Suddenly, the big fish burped and burp. Whoosh! Out shot Tiddler. He escaped. He shot past the jellyfish and the clickety crab hiding in the weeds, past the starfish and straight through his own front door. I hope you've used up all that energy, said his mom. But she would have to wait until the morning to hear about his adventures because Tiddler was already fast asleep. Instead of these, there was bubbles are coming out of his mouth. And that's the end of the book. Because that's his breathing. The breeze water. <sighs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye and good night. Okay, you guys want to add music?
I want to do the same music we just did. Welcome to the Lou and George Family Podcast, where Lou, George, and Alex, that's me, their mom, read the boys' favorite books. Today we're going to read If You Give a Dog a Donut, written by Laura Numeroff and illustrated by Felicia Bond. Uh, 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 this is the same as uh, uh, this, um, this, this podcast is called Anchor. Get Anchor at your app store and, um, 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 Put your podcast on your um, um, or you or or your computer. Thank you, Lou. And you don't and you don't need <clears> to <throat> worry about the only thing it um it it works for you. It works all for you. Thank you, Lou. And now we can read our book. If you give a dog a donut. If you give a dog a donut, he'll ask for some apple juice to go with it. Lou's eating an apple right now. When you give him the juice, he'll drink it all up. Then he'll ask for more. There won't be any left, so he'll want to make his own. He'll go outside to pick apples. When he's up in the tree, he'll toss you one. Throwing the apple will make him think of... Baseball. Baseball. He ate one apple. He ate an apple? Yeah, he took a bite out of one. He'll want to play. You'll have to get a ball and a glove. Of course, he'll also need a bat. He'll ask you to pitch. I win! I win! 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 George says he's gonna win. He'll hit a home run. Oh, you're talking about how the dog feels. Yeah! He looks so happy. Then he'll do a happy dance to celebrate. That looks like a fun dance. That looks like a fun dance. Dancing will make him hot and dusty, so he'll need some water. He'll probably start a water fight, and you'll have to dry him off with your bandana. It's purple and white, and circles with the white, and zigzag with the white. He'll wrap it around his head and pretend that he is a pirate. And there's things on his hands, and and um, he's holding a stick. And it's touching the ground, and he has on one foot and a bandana. <laughs> Thanks, Lou. Then he'll want to go on a treasure hunt. Wow, look what he found. Lots of junk. Yeah, it looks like junk to me. Boring. He'll find an old kite and want to make one himself. Hey, that's my symbol at school. Yep, kite Lou. You'll have to get him some sticks, paper, and string. When the kite is finished, 
I want to fly it. Well, you can barely see him. It will go higher and higher until it gets tangled in the apple tree. The tree will remind him of apple juice. So he'll probably ask you for some. I like an apple. And chances are... Mom, you remember how to make raisins? Yeah. All you do is squish a grape um, really hard a bunch of times, and it turns into a freshly picked raisin. If he asks you for some apple juice, he'll want... Donut to go with it. A donut to go with it. I want apple. I want donut. And that's the end of our story today. Thank you and good night.